All right, here we go. All right, ready? Everybody ready? All right, yo, Mike. Yo, where's Mike? Yo, Mike, you got to get on the mic, B. Mike. Yo. Yo, y'all ain't seen Mike, man. Yo, Mike, you ready? You ready? Come on, man. We about to air, man. You ready? All right, let's go. We on. Let's get it. Welcome to Clutch Time with Mike on the mic. With your boy, Mike. Listening to your favorite podcast. Um, I appreciate everybody tuning in. This is episode two. And today on episode two, we're going to talk about the NBA's two biggest players, two biggest stars, uh, LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Um, We're going to talk about these two because the NBA currently right now generally starts with LeBron and Kevin Durant and it ends with LeBron and Kevin Durant. Um, So let's let's get started. Let's talk about it. So LeBron James is by far the biggest name in sports today. Not just the NBA, he's the biggest name in sports. Um, he's probably the most powerful athlete in the world with, you know, what he does, what he says, um, you know, his following and everything like that. Kevin Durant is another big name in sports. While his name isn't big as LeBron James as far as it goes worldwide, but his name is as big as LeBron James in NBA circles. Um, he's no, no slouch. He's no scrub. He is one of the all-time great players, one of the best scorers you will ever see step on a basketball court. Um, that's just how lethal he is. Um, LeBron James is Goku. He's the, the best player. He has the most power. Um, just when you think it's, it's over for him or it's, it's coming to an end, he continues to surprise you. Kevin Durant is Vegeta. He's always, you know, aiming to be the best. He's continuously training, trying to become stronger than Goku, which is the premise of the Dragon Ball Z show. Um, but, you know, he, he gets there at certain points, but he's never quite over the top, head and shoulders above Goku. And he never, by fans, by anybody who watches the show, you know, he's never going to get the adulation that, that Goku gets, which is LeBron, he's never going to get that. And that shows in today's NBA that as much as Kevin Durant has done on the court, he's never going to get the praise that a LeBron James gets. And let's talk about it. So LeBron James is in his 16th year in the NBA. His resume shows that he is a three-time NBA champ, three-time finals MVP, He's a four-time NBA regular season MVP. He's a 14-time All-Star. He's made 14 straight All-NBA teams. He's got one scoring title. Kevin Durant is in his 13th season in the NBA, currently going on right now. He is a two-time NBA champ, two-time finals MVP. He's a one-time NBA regular season MVP. He's a nine-time NBA All-Star eight times all NBA and he has four scoring titles. So their resumes are, you know, almost second to none. You know, they've, they've made quite a, quite a resume in, in, in their careers and which is why they're looked at as the two best players in the NBA. Um, you know, LeBron James for his career, um, he's played with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He then went to Miami um, he came back to Cleveland, and now he's playing for the Los Angeles Lakers. Kevin Durant, on the other hand, uh, was drafted by the Seattle Supersonics, who ended up moving to Oklahoma City. 
So he played for Seattle, and then they moved to Oklahoma City and renamed and became the Oklahoma City Thunder. Same franchise, different location, different name. Um, he ended up leaving there to go to play for Golden State, and he's been with Golden State for uh, two years. This would be the third year that he's played with Golden State. So their careers are kind of the same um, as far as them moving around, doing uh, you know what the traditional NBA stars do today, which is move teams instead of just staying in one place their whole career. You know, like back in the day where players stayed with one franchise for their whole career. Um, LeBron James, for anybody that follows the NBA, we know was, you know, you saw LeBron James in 11th grade, and he's been on TV since then. Um, Nationally televised games, he was the first pick in the draft in 2003, and his every move is followed. His every word is analyzed, criticized, critiqued. You know, he can't sneeze without it being a sports center special is what it seems like. Um, His first seven years in the NBA – um, missed the playoffs his first two years. Um, first year in the playoffs, lost in a game seven to the Pistons in the second round. His uh, second year, he got revenge. He beat the Bad Boy Pistons too. You know, that's what you want to call them, the Bad Boys Pistons too. I wouldn't go that far, but he did beat them uh, and ended up going to the NBA Finals in his only his second, you know, second year in the playoffs, fourth year in the NBA. Um, He ended up leaving Cleveland after realizing the organization wasn't going to get him another all-star to play with, somebody that could help him, you know, bring a championship back to Cleveland. So he exercised his right and made probably the worst mistake in sports history by televising where he was going to go to play basketball. Granted, the event raised about $3 million for the Boys and Girls Club, you know, he was still criticized for leaving the Cavaliers to go play for the Miami Heat. A Miami Heat team, I might add, that had just got put out in the first round. Um, and yes, they had a superstar in Dwayne Wade, but Dwayne Wade, outside of 2006, when he won the title with uh, the Heat, and he had that incredible four-game stretch where he absolutely destroyed the Mavericks. Outside of that, Dwayne Wade was either a first-round exit or no playoffs at all. So that tells you... You know, LeBron was leaving from two 60-win seasons going down to Miami and hoping that they can make something work. Him, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. He stayed with the Heat for four years. You know, that first year, he was the villain. Nobody liked him. Um, You know, he's getting criticized for every little move, every in-game situation, whether he passed the ball for a better shot or if he missed a shot, then he took it himself. He's criticized for it. Skip Bayless, a famous sports personality, has made a career out of ridiculing LeBron James. And I literally mean he's made a career out of it. Um, He ended up winning two titles with the Heat back-to-back, two more MVPs. That brought the total to four. Um, And then he went back to Cleveland. And four years with Cleveland, four matchups against the Golden State Warriors, um, one championship brought back to Cleveland, so that ended a 52-year drought. So that third championship holds more weight than the two that he won in Miami. And that third championship, um, I think, is what solidified him as, in my opinion, the greatest player ever. In the circumstances in which he did it, he came back from a 3-1 deficit against the all-time greatest regular season team with 73 wins. Um, Kevin Durant, on the other hand, um, Kevin Durant did it just like you see a lot of NBA players do it. Um, he was with you know Oklahoma City, and they got better 
as the years went on. Every year there was vast improvement. Um, and by the 2012 NBA Finals, which is his first Finals appearance, it was Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. Now, the funny thing about that is, um, at the time in 2012, you know, we thought that the Thunder were going to be together for years to come because they were all young. They were all on, you know, rookie contracts and they could all, you know, be re-signed. And we thought that they were going to be a force. But, you know, here we are today. Russell Westbrook is still with the Thunder. He's won an NBA MVP. James Harden is with the Rockets. He won the MVP last year. And Kevin Durant now plays with the Warriors. He won his MVP while he was still with the Thunder. Now, uh, the Thunder in 2012, they ran up against LeBron James and the Miami Heat, and they did lose, you know, four games to one. They won that first game, and then they lost four straight. But nobody felt like that was the end of Kevin Durant. Everybody felt like, yeah, he they're going to be back. They're definitely going to be back. Um, but they never made it back, and, you know, that was that was basically the start of, Kevin Durant probably feeling like, man, you know, maybe I'm in the NBA at the wrong time. LeBron James is at his peak. You know, I'm going to have to do something or I'm going to have to up my game to become better than him and to upstage him on, you know, on the biggest stage, which, you know, is basically the same way Vegeta felt. Vegeta felt like after their very first fight, you know, he came down, almighty prince, you know, an elite warrior. He ended up fighting Goku, and the only reason that Vegeta didn't die then was because Goku was nice and told him, you know, let that man go and give him a second chance. So he sent him on his way. And from that moment on, it was Vegeta's, you know, pride and his drive to become the best. So that's basically what Kevin Durant's been doing his whole career, in my opinion. He's been chasing LeBron James because he wants to be the best. He said... Famously, I'm tired of being second. I was second in the draft when he was drafted. He got drafted second overall by the Seattle Supersonics um, instead of being drafted first by the Portland Trailblazers, who, you know, have made two huge mistakes in their their dynasty or their, their franchise's history. They could have drafted Michael Jordan and they could have drafted Kevin Durant, but they missed on both. So that tells you why the Trailblazers are why they're the Trailblazers. Um, he said he was tired of coming in second and being the, the NBA MVP. I think it was three years straight that he came in second. I believe it was once behind Derrick Rose and then two years straight behind LeBron James before he finally broke through and won one. Um, so I get it. You know, you had that drive to be the best. You want to be the best. And I felt like Kevin Durant was going to do it his own way where he was, you know, the alpha dog and there was going to be no debate on whose team it was. And, he was going to do it, you know, for OKC, and he was going to do it for himself. Um, but fast forward, LeBron James wins his third title. He is at the height of the NBA world. After they won that championship, after coming back from 3-1, the debate started. Is he now the best player ever? Is he, you know, who better than LeBron James? Is it Michael Jordan? Is it Kobe Bryant? Have we ever seen anything like this, a team coming back from a 3-1 deficit in the NBA Finals? The answer is no. We had never saw that, and 
you know, you couldn't watch Sports Center, you couldn't watch any sports show without them mentioning LeBron James. That same year, Kevin Durant was up on those same Golden State Warriors that went 73 and 9. They were up three games to one, and they blew it. They lost four to three, and therein lies my issue with Kevin Durant. If you say that you're the you want to be the greatest, that you are what you say you are, you're that great at basketball, you're that talented. If you were up three games to one, you can't let that team come back and win. Granted, they had two home games and you had one home game. But if you're that guy, if you are saying that you want to be the best and you want to be mentioned with the all-time greats, you got to close that deal. Now, LeBron has had his his faults. Man, blew it in the NBA Finals against the Mavericks. Looked like a... Looked like a baby. Didn't know what was going on. He just looked petrified. But LeBron James has never been up 3-1 on a team and blown the lead. Never. So um, they both had their faults. And Kevin Durant's, in my opinion, was worse because you were up 3-1 on the defending champs. And you had a chance in game six in your house to go ahead and end all of that. You could have took over the game, but you, you were a no-show. And then in game seven, you waited till it was about two minutes left in the game to try to start scoring. And by that time, it was too late. The Warriors were already rolling. Now, the comparison between LeBron's career and Kevin Durant's career is when LeBron left Cleveland, everybody was upset because he went to go form a super team um, down with Miami. It was him, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh. LeBron being the best player in the NBA, D-Wade being a top five player in the NBA, and at the time, Chris Bosh, top 10, top 15 player in the NBA. Never been seen before, not through free agency. Maybe drafted, yes, but not through free agency and not of the players seeming like they had this all planned out. That was what the big uproar was because it wasn't what we've seen and what we haven't seen in the traditional NBA. Fast forward to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, instead of signing with OKC and 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 trying to continue that, because he was already playing with another top player in Russell Westbrook, he left. Now, nobody in their right mind is mad that Kevin Durant left OKC. I didn't care that he left. I don't think any, you know, famous sports personality, anybody who just casually watches the game cared that he left. I think everybody's problem is that he went to Golden State, the team that you were up 3-1 on, and you couldn't close the deal. So you decided to run and join forces. That's like Michael Jordan going to join the Bad Boy Pistons because he couldn't beat them. They were, they were dogging Michael Jordan. If you've never seen those games or seen those series, you'll know that Michael Jordan is great, but he was getting destroyed by the bad boy Pistons. It wasn't until they got a little older and, you know, they weren't what they used to be before he finally got past them. Um, Jordan fans don't want to admit that, but that's just the truth. So that's why people had a problem with Kevin Durant. It was a weak move, and it just changed the perception of 
yeah, you're great, but look what you had to do to get your NBA titles. Now, granted, you still got to go out there and win, which he did. He went out there and, and he won. He beat LeBron's team twice in the NBA Finals, especially that first one, that Game 3 dagger. That was, whew, Jesus, that was, mm, mm, mm. So, you know, I give him credit for that. But the fact that, you know, you had to go play with a team that already won a championship, already won one. They didn't need you. You needed them. And the fact that you were up 3-1 on them, blew it, and then went and joined them just lets me know that you ain't as tough as you you claim to be. So how does that compare to Goku and Vegeta? Mm, Goku always training, looking for the next fight, always trying to be, you know, the best, trying to save everybody. And you can kind of relate it to Goku going to Planet Namek and realizing when he fought, he was going up against Frieza that, oh, I'm in over my head. I'm definitely in over my head. So let me leave and go to Miami because I can't do this by myself. And in the instance, when LeBron won the 2012 NBA title, you can say, that was the same thing as Goku going Super Saiyan on Namek and then basically telling Frieza, this is my time. Now I'm the king and you're going to have to dip. You're going to have to dip. And at the time, Vegeta wasn't a Super Saiyan. He was strong, but he wasn't a Super Saiyan. And Kevin Durant's moment was when he won his first title. That was when he became a Super Saiyan and he could say, oh, I'm the strongest now. What you got to say, because, you know, he caught Goku slipping, and now he's the strongest. Then fast forward the next year, we all know what was going to happen. We were going to get the Warriors versus the Cavs part four, and it was going to come down to LeBron James or Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant being on the Warriors, you can kind of equate that to when Vegeta decided to go be a slave, well not a slave, but he basically went and said, I can't beat I can't beat Goku, so I want you to take over my mind and give me more power. That's basically what what Kevin Durant did. He needed help. That's all it came down to it. Now all NBA players need help, but the type of help he went and got, Swider's the asterisk beside his career. It's always gonna be one because you went to go play for the Warriors And as Draymond Green said it this year, just this year, he called him the B-word and he told Kevin Durant to his face, we don't need you. We won a championship before you. We'll win one without you. So that lets you know that even your own teammates don't really respect you the way that you want to be respected. Now, Vegeta is respected, but anybody who's ever watched that show know that Vegeta's all talk. Like, Vegeta gave up against Frieza. Like, he was sitting there crying. Crying. Because he knew he got in over his head. He got strong against Cell. Then he let Cell become perfect. And then realized, oh crap. What I done did. Same thing in the Boo Saga. It took a a moment of clarity for him to realize, oh, I ain't Goku. I'm not that strong. And I'm clearly overmatched. So I need to go sit down somewhere. LeBron James, for his faults and his 3-6 and six record in the NBA Finals, 
you know, people are always sweep that under the rug because look at the teams that he played. He played against the 07 Spurs. That was the dynasty in the making. Nobody's going to forgive him for that Mavericks loss. Even though Dirk Nowitzki that year did sweep the Lakers with Kobe Bryant, the defending NBA champs, they beat the OKC Thunder with Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden four games to one. And then he beat the Miami Heat with LeBron D. Wade and Chris Wash four games to two. So that man in his NBA Finals run was 12-3 and three against the best players in the league. Dirk Nowitzki was 12-3 and three against Kobe, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and Chris Bosh. God knows how many all-star appearances that is, NBA MVPs, NBA championships, but Dirk did that, so nobody's going to forgive LeBron for that. He won two titles. He beat the Thunder. Then he beat the Spurs in an epic seven-game series, which is still one of the best NBA finals I've seen in a long time, and then they lost to the Spurs the next year. So... LeBron, with that 3-6 and six record, is still recognized as the best. He's still arguably recognized as one of the greatest to ever play. And he's still, to this day, 16 years in, he still leads off just about every sports show. Anything he does is analyze and criticize. And look, think of it this way. Last year, they got swept by the Warriors. Swept. Nobody cared that the Warriors won. They wanted to talk more about LeBron and what he was going to do. Was he leaving Cleveland? Was he going to go to the Lakers? Was he going to stay in Cleveland? Was he going to go play for Philly? What was he going to do? Nobody cared that Kevin Durant won a second title. That was just happenstance. Yeah, he won, but who cares? Just like in Dragon Ball Z. We just watched it in Dragon Ball Super, which is the same thing as Dragon Ball Z to follow the same storyline. Vegeta went uh, beyond Super Saiyan Blue. If you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. He went beyond Super Saiyan Blue, and nobody cared because Goku went Ultra Instinct. And when he went Ultra Instinct, everybody stood up and was like, oh, snap, look what he did and did. Same thing with LeBron James and Kevin Durant. LeBron's been out for a few games with the injury. LeBron could come back and score 50, have a 50-point triple-double. That same night, Kevin Durant could probably do the same thing, and nobody would care that, that Kevin Durant did it. That's where he stands on the scale of between him and LeBron. Now, I love Kevin Durant's game. He's a scorer. He is deadly. He He can close games. He can do it all, but... You know, for everything that he wanted, he thought winning them two NBA titles was going to have him out here looking like, you know, the second coming of maybe Michael Jordan or people were going to start to say, oh, my gosh, look at Kevin Durant. He's moving up the ladder of all time greats. And maybe he thought, oh, I'm going to start leading off Sports Center and ESPN and I'm going to be the, the debate of all sports topics. No, no. All of the greats before you all agree, yeah, you won your titles, but look at how you did it. You had to go join another another championship team, and you had to basically 
You had to get on the bandwagon. That's what it felt like. You went and got on the bandwagon. And his decision to leave and go to Golden State ain't the same as LeBron going to Miami. Two totally different circumstances. That's why now that LeBron has won and he's won big and he brought a championship to Cleveland, that's why it's universally recognized as him being the best player in the league and him arguably being the best player ever. Kevin Durant might win four titles, five titles, who knows. But if he stays in Golden State, it's always going to be you had to join them to win. And there's still a debate of whose team is it? Is it his team or is it Steph Curry's team? If LeBron James went and joined the Warriors, it's LeBron James' team and everybody else. Same thing when he played for the Lakers. Same thing when he played for the Heat. Heat is Wade County, but that was LeBron James' team. And even D. Wade said it. So, just like in Dragon Ball Z, everybody looked for Goku to come save the day all of the time. And even when Vegeta was the only one there, the question was, well, where's Goku and when is he coming? In one of the sagas, even Vegeta's own son said, well, Goku's our best chance, so let him fight. That lets you know that Kevin Durant, for as good as he is, as talented as he is, he is always going to be second fiddle, and he's never going to get the respect that he deserves. Why? Because he did it to himself. For God's sake, the man created a burner Twitter account to talk junk back to fans. A burner Twitter account. Bruh, never seen anything like it. Man is soft. He don't. I just don't get it. His own teammate called him the B word, and he have no. He he have nothing to say. He just stood there and looked. Like why you ain't had that, that same energy with Draymond that you be having with them fans on your brother Twitter account? I, I don't get it. But you know, to each his own. To each his own. The fact still remains that. LeBron James and Kevin Durant are the two best players in the NBA. The NBA starts and stops with them. The NBA story, if you had to tell a story about the NBA, you can't tell it without them two. So that lets you know how great they are. But there's levels to this. There's levels to this greatness thing. LeBron James is on that level of he's in a special room with some of the most iconic players in in NBA history. Him, Jordan, Magic, Kareem, Larry Bird, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, guys like that. Kevin Durant still, you know, trying to get entrance into that building. He got two NBA championships, but, you know, he's still waiting outside the line trying to get in that building, and I don't know if he's ever going to get there. Now, over time, people will forget what he did, and everybody will just say that he's a champion. But you're never going to hear Kevin Durant's name mentioned as him being the best player in the league. You're never going to hear his name mentioned. Uh, you're never going to hear his name mentioned in the same breath as Michael Jordan. Hell, I ain't even, I'm not the biggest Kobe Bryant fan. I'm just not. Never have been, never will be. But is Kevin Durant even in the Kobe Bryant conversation? I don't I don't think so. I think Kobe is in the conversation of of you know Kobe would be another one that's probably in the in the building. Maybe he's not in that room, but he's first at the door.
of he would be next to get in. Kevin Durant, like I said, is still outside with his ticket trying to get in trying to get in the building. So all in all, LeBron James is LeBron James. He's the king, and he's probably gonna be the king until he decides to hang it up, which in his sixteenth year, the man don't look like he's slowing down because he's still averaging twenty eight, eight and eight, twenty eight, seven and seven, whatever it is. Sixteen years in over 50,000 minutes played. It's over almost 1,200 games played in his career, and he's still looking like, I could do this for another four or five years. Kevin Durant, you know, too busy out here arguing with Twitter followers and, you know, going back and forth with fans, going back and forth with NBA greats. If he ever all just puts it all together and sets up and plays, then maybe the perception will change. But until then... Kevin Durant, you're Vegeta. You're always going to be second fiddle. And LeBron James is Goku. He's the hero that everybody wants and that everybody gets and that everybody deserves. So maybe one of these days you'll switch it up. But until then, I hope you enjoy being second best. Mm, mm, mm. So that's it for episode two. I hope y'all like it. All comments, concerns, positive comments, negative comments, um, all of that's welcome. I definitely love to hear feedback. Um, Again, I appreciate anybody and everybody that listens to my podcast, Clutch Time with Mike on the Mic. It is available on Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can listen to it straight from the link posted. Um, You know, I definitely will be doing episode three next week. We'll be dropping these episodes every Sunday. Um, we're going to have some guests, uh, as always, on the show to talk some different things. So all of that's coming. Um, so y'all keep listening, and I appreciate y'all. And always remember, this is the most important thing about this podcast. I always remember that Batman is a better superhero than your favorite superhero. There's no discussion. There's no debate. Bruce Wayne will kick your favorite superhero's tail. You heard me?